In this episode of Who, What, When, Where, Why, we cover the long-debated dispute over whether Parks and Recreation or The Office is better. We rank our favorite characters from each show, talk about our favorite episodes, and finally put an end to this feud. Only one show is the best. Which one will it be? Hello, welcome back, you lovely Pawnees. Or Scrantonites. I don't think I've heard the term Scrantonites that much. Oh. Well, what do you call someone who's from Scranton? A Scrantonian? I think of the paper company, so a paper person. You're a Dunder Mifflin. I like that, because it's like you're a trophy Okay, wife. can we do that again, then? Hello, and welcome back, you lovely Pawnees. Or Dunder Mifflin? No, that was worse. Because <laughs> you, you said Dunder Mifflin? You know or, what? Wait, can we call them Dundies? Or Dundies. All right. All right. I'm Kelly Bronco. And I'm Jada Davis. And welcome back to our two-part extravaganza. Uh, uh, English. Extravaganza. <laughs> we have so much to talk about in this episode over the topic of which show is better. Parks and Rec or The Office. Now, we feel like these two shows have been compared a lot. And we really just wanted to break down everything and discuss what aspects of each shows are better and worse than the other. But also compare and give some examples such as character rankings and etc. Yeah, and we're also just very passionate about this show. Which, um, it actually brought us together. Yeah. Parks and Rec brought us together, which is, I feel like this is, this is so, mm-hmm. this is so touching but for we, both of us. But we do love The Office, too. Like, no, yeah, the, the Office is a great show. The Parks and Rec is the first show we like. We really got into together and like, and, like bonded, bonded over. Bonded over. She bought me a Leslie Nope shirt. I did. I have a Nope wide sticker on my laptop right now. You do, and I actually have a Dunder Mifflin stick, sticker. Oh my on god, my crazy! Like we're not kidding here. But first, before we get into it, we have to talk about some updates. Updates? Oh, updates! Okay, I was like, <laughs> what? So we, um, as you heard in the last episode, we have a new Instagram page for our podcast, at 5W Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we are constantly, probably, well, when I go back to school, probably not as much, but we have been today, at least today, constantly posting on it, mm-hmm. on our stories, Whenever, and putting funny things. Especially when we're together, we'll always post a bunch of highlights, so there's always content up. And we also post when there's a new episode, and we, funny memes because we have done some crazy things as as teenagers we've been friends since we were 13 so we've been so a, a lot, lot of cringy crap together oh my god <laughs> like yeah we have a um dub smash for parks and rec. oh we have parks and rec dub smashes which we'll probably post which we're gonna post when this. this episode comes out um yeah so this um entire topic will be split up in two episodes the second one won't have as much of an intro. It's literally just going to be a continuation because there's so much. We wrote so much for this outline. We made a Venn diagram, okay? I know. On Google Drawings. On Google Drawings with, with Comic Sans. It's amazing. <laughs> I even put pictures. It's wonderful. So, yeah. We also are going to talk a lot about um, technical, not technical, but like, historic, not historic, how do I explain? Like, backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, back- character backgrounds and like, the way they develop them and how it affects the show. Yes. Also, the one thing I want to mention before we get into it is we have a new cover photo. I hope you like it. Yes! No, I, made it. I made it. I'm not the best at designing, Sky but t- we're getting better. Sky took the picture. Thank you, Sky. Yes. Um. Yeah, so do you want to just, like, get started with basic information about the shows? Because okay. I researched them so much. Most of it I copied off of IMDb. Thank you, IMDb. Um, I'm giving you credit. Yeah, copyright credit. I'm sorry. That's I didn't cite right my work. Right no, I'm citing my work. So technically, under the Creative Commons license. No. Well, no, I'm I'm citing my work. But we used her picture in the Venn diagram. We didn't cite that. But we're not posting the Venn diagram, so does it really matter? No. It's not being shared. You could break the law of it's secret. Anyways. Okay. All right. So um, 
first off, both shows that we're talking about today were both on NBC. Yes. And they're both in documentary style, which is really revolutionary just in general for TV because, especially The Office, because The Office came before Parks and Rec. Yeah, so it kind of originated that type yeah. of style. Yeah, and, um... Documentary style is basically, well, as it sounds, like a documentary, where the cameras are put in places, like, random places, as if, like, you were just filming. Yeah. And, um, they have talking heads, which is new, because it's basically, like, you know, like, in a reality TV show, when you pull out a character, and then they're, like, talking about another character, it's uh-huh. just, like, them. They have a lot of that in these shows, so you find other, like, you find, like, these characters, like, how they're feeling, through the talking heads rather than when they're in the situations because I feel like if you're seeing it from the outside you don't really see what they're thinking about yeah. but then when you see how the talking head they're like oh my god I hate that person that was a really good explanation of it oh thank you yeah I, I don't have anything to add to that that's pretty accurate <laughs> yeah so um the office originated that and it was something completely new seen in um in uh, American television especially because the office was based wow. off the British TV show yes of <laughs> the same name mm-hmm. and the first episode is it's like completely the same, same thing as the first episode of the U.S. Office. Although the U.S. Office is better, we'll, we'll say. Well, I mean... I don't get British humor, I feel like so. that's kind of... Yeah, if you like British humor, you would love The Office UK, but other than Skins UK, I'm not... I'm more into American shows, so. Yeah, because we, we live here. And we're basic. <laughs> and so we're basic. here we are. <laughs> um, yeah, I recently actually, before we continue, I've been, because I've just not had a life, so, I mean, I... Yeah. So I've just been sitting at home re-watching the Parks, Parks and Rec and The Office, so a lot of these episodes are kind of fresh in my mind, or at least, like, more recent seasons. Yeah. yeah. so, um, first off, what's another thing that I wrote? Oh, um, one of the actors in The Office, Michael Schur? Yeah, Michael Schur. Michael Schur. Um, created Parks and Rec. He created Parks and Rec along with Greg Daniels, who created The Office. Mm-hmm. And um, Michael Schur plays Moe's in The Office, who is, like, Dwight's cousin, who's, oh like, my really God. weird. The one with, like, on the farm, right? Yeah, on the farm. Iconic. And, um, yeah, so he created Parks and Rec along with Greg Daniels, who also created The Office, which was amazing because Greg Daniels basically created both of these shows in the same style, but they're still very much different, as mm-hmm. you will hear in the next couple of episodes. Another thing to note is that Rashida Jones appears in both The Office and... And Parks yeah, and Rec. Yeah, she does. However, she is obviously much more prominent in Parks and Rec as she is Because she's a, a main character. She is a main character. And in um, The Office, she only appears for, I want to say, about two seasons. Yeah, maybe, maybe three. Less. Maybe less. Not I like, think only one. No, no, no. Like, no, two. The end of one and then, like, the entirety almost of another. Yeah. Probably. But um, we just wanted to note that there are some crossover situations between The Office and uh, Parks and Rec. And a lot of people actually say that they're, like, low-key in the same universe, and I don't know if that's true or not. not It's definitely not, though, because I feel like the technology that The Office has, especially in the beginning, is so much like 2003. But Parks and Rec started right later. That's what I'm saying. They can't be in the same universe because they have different technology and different things. That's a good point. Oh, another thing. Adam Scott, who plays Ben Wyatt in uh, Parks and Rec, The Love of My Life. I love Ben Wyatt. Auditioned for Michael Scott. That's on the office, so which is weird. so weird. I've seen the the tapes. You researched that because when you told me that, I was I yeah. Didn't the tapes you. are crazy. Like he just he try he just like it's um. I think they make him read like in the pilot like whatever the I'm the best boss that Michael talks about, and he's like shows the mug that says like best boss or whatever, mm-hmm. and um that whole thing they made them read that. I think that's what it was. And just seeing Adam like listening to Adam Scott, I didn't feel it right. just didn't feel right. I was like Ben Wyatt, what are you doing? No, it is weird, right? Because you could picture him maybe auditioning for Jim. Like, maybe, yeah. but not Michael. That, that is yeah, not... Yeah, because his, the, his Michael was just different. 
very different. It and, was so different. And we'll get more into it, but Steve Carell is absolutely wonderful, <laughs> especially in his role. Oh okay, so um, next on my outline that I wrote while researching, um, all of this is from IMDb. None of these are my words. Wait, really? Because Adam Scott, there's an audition video on YouTube. I thought that's what you no, were No, I'm talking about. about the thing that, that's coming up next. I just copied off of IMDb. Okay. The <laughs> synopsis of the show. My synopsis of um, The Office that is absolutely copied. Ready? Okay. A remake of the 2001 BBC TV series The Office from 2001. <laughs> this is a mockumentary that documents an exploits of a paper supply company in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Made up of head chief Michael Scott, a harmlessly deluded and ignorantly sensitive boss who just cares about the welfare of his employees while trying to put on his own spin on the company policies. With an office with the likes of various peers who have their own hang-ups, The Office in 2005 takes a look at the lives of his co-workers, bored and talented salesman Jim, his mildly sociopathic, how are you mildly sociopathic, butt-kissing enemy Dwight, mildly righteous reception Pam, and indifferent temp Ryan. And eventually there are more characters, but that's just, I guess... Yeah. It's so weird considering Ryan to be a main character towards the beginning, because he's just not that towards, like, the middle of the oh series. Oh my god, yeah, you're end. right. Kelly is more of a prominent character than Ryan. Definitely. But they always consider Ryan in the main cast, especially it's in the first season. It's because he's a male. Sexism. Yes. Sexism. Okay. Ooh. Our synopsis of Parks and Rec. I don't know who wrote this, because these are all, like, people who write them. They're not, like, from IM... Like... It is on IMDb, but, like, people write these like, kind of, like, Wikipedia. People submit so, them. the Parks and Rec one has a lot of big words. Are you ready? Bureaucrat. Yeah. Leslie Nope, a mid-level bureaucrat in an Indiana Parks and Recreation Department, hopes to beautify her town and boost her own career by helping local nurse Ann Perkins turn an abandoned construction site into a community park. However, what should be a fairly simple project is stunted at every turn by oafish bureaucrats, selfish neighbors, governmental red tape, and a myriad of other challenges. Leslie's colleague, Tom Haverford, who delights in exploiting his position for personal gain, is as likely to undermine her efforts as to help her, while her boss, Ron Swanson, is admittedly a Opposed to government in any form, even though he's a bureaucrat. Whoever wrote this, I'm glad. Kudos. You wrote, I'm glad you wrote that one because I would have been like. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Now um, you know. <laughs> now you know. I mean, if we got through them, that's the synopsis of both shows. Yeah. First off, just um to name like names that are in like people like actors. Uh, Amy Poehler plays Leslie Nope. Mm-hmm. Um. If you don't know who Amy Poehler is. Do you know comedy? Do, do you know comedy? The answer is no. Do you know anything? Have you ever watched the Oscars? Have you, have you ever also, like, watched Inside Out, Disney? Oh my god, I love she Inside plays Out. Joy. Yes, I always forget that. I didn't know she was playing Joy, right? So I went wait. to see... Wait, here's the thing. I just, like, I went to go see Inside Out just to see it because my cousins wanted me to see I it think in we theaters. Saw, I thought we saw it in theaters together. No, we saw Moana together. We saw Moana together. That was fun. <laughs> we, we snuck in so much food to that. Okay, anyways, so I saw Inside Out and I'm like... Joy sounds so familiar. Who is that? Like, I know that voice. And then I'm like, who is it? Who is it? And then in the credits, it said Amy Poehler. And I was like, that's who it is. That's so funny. Because I knew immediately. Also, another thing I just want to say. The, I went to college, and, like, I know some people who've seen the show. And I remember watching it one time, and some kid was like, it was in my art class. And they were like, oh, my God, you're just like Leslie Nope. But I was like, thank you. I you, know my brand. No, you, you've you been self-aware that you're just like Leslie Nope. Since Hi, I'm like, Leslie Nope from the Pawnee um, Parks and Recreation Department. See, I have characters that I relate to, but you literally are Leslie Nope. Like, there's no doubt You're about a mix it. between, like, Anne and April. Then I'm going to say Donna, and I was going to say it's because she's black. But okay. No, no, no. I, I used to be just like April when I was in my emo phase. But now I'm like Anne. But I'm not a doctor, and I'm not that I always smart. wear bright colors because I'm Puerto Rican. And I'm, like, the level-headed friend. 
Yeah. And I mean that with love, you know that. No, 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 we <laughs> are, no, we've always said that we're Anne and Leslie. We have that kind of friendship dynamic, definitely. Yes, true. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so speaking of characters. Mike, so Michael Scott, um, is played by Steve Carell, too. That's the other <gasps> major. Oh my god. We're in the office, duh. But we just wanted to talk about the major lead roles and who plays them. Are we gonna give spoilers? This is kind of, this whole thing is um, spoilers. Yeah. If you Because I was just thinking, I was gonna say something, and then I was like, wait, that's a spoiler. What I'm gonna say for everyone listening if you don't know who gets married, who has kids, who breaks who up, leaves, who, who dies. Leaves. I don't think anyone dies. I don't think anyone like, dies. Actually, yes, someone does oh, die. No! Someone does it's die. It's the most tragic death It's ever. so sad. You think your top ten anime deaths are bad? <laughs> Holy shit, this one's a rough one. Makes Explicit! Explicit! Okay. <laughs> Alright, so I, um, just kind of, we should start off with character rankings. Yeah. So, so let's start with The Office. Okay. So for The Office, there are definitely some characters that we really don't like, but then there's some iconic characters, and we basically rated them as favorites, our likes, the ones we're indifferent towards, and then the disliked ones. And also we said our favorites are also iconic, so if we say iconic character, it means our favorite. Mm-hmm. So And we both agreed on this list, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we sat here for about, like, ten minutes trying to just debate over these characters. Yeah, and we came to agreement. And also, um... Just speaking character-wise, I think that, um, The Office just has more characters in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. They have- We'll get more- into characters later, because yeah. we have some stuff. I know what you mean already, but we'll explain that. Okay, Where so- Where should we start? Let's start with our dislikes of The Office and talk about why. So, our okay. first one is Jan. Why do we not like Jan? Because she's She's Jan. crazy. Like, oh my god. Like, she's entertaining to watch, but, like, it's like a dumpster fire okay. that you can't stop staring at. In the episode Dinner Party, she's insane. Oh, we'll talk more about Dinner she, Party. She's insane. She's I, crazy. She, okay, first off, she makes Michael sleep on this little thing, and, and she gets the big bed. There's also that episode where he's like, oh, Jan has this fantasy where she makes me dress up like the little school girl. Oh my god, and then I all the Because he that. took all the girls out for, like, a girl's day, and then they were like, Michael, that's not healthy. And then remember when he read the list, and he was like think the pros and cons list, and he was like, I'm not happy when I'm with her. Yeah. <laughs> she like, just, like, is such a toxic person, mm-hmm. and just, Jan is, ugh. she gets me mad. That's how yeah. I feel. The more the relationship went on, the more mad I got at her. But I feel like most people don't like her. But then also, I feel like she did have a, kind of a development, especially after she had her child. Yeah. Still, still don't like her. Astrid, though. who, the, who names her kid Astrid? I don't know. Um, the, the girl from, uh, How to Train Your Dragon. That's so. That's valid. That's okay. Yeah. All right. Who's our second one? Meredith. I don't hate her. Wait, but we just put her on our dislikes. Well, I don't like her, but I don't hate her. Jan, I like kind of hate. Meredith, I don't like, but I don't despise her. It's just I felt like she never got proper development. She also just like she was too boy crazy too. That an alcoholic. Also, that episode where they it was Casual Friday and she literally was like naked, naked. Like that just was. Oh, um, I, never, I will never forget the purple dress. Yeah, that's from that episode, oh, Casual Friday. Okay. And then Toby's like, we can't do this anymore. And then Michael's like, no, Toby! <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just don't like Meredith. Also, um, we listen to the Office Ladies podcast, which... We do. How many episodes are you in? I'm, I, I don't even remember. I've listened like, to, like, I think I got up to... Um, this, the I think se- I'm on the beginning of season two. Me too. I watched because I listened to the Dundee's one. What were you going to say? I found out, because it was never disclosed, like, what job Meredith had on the show mm-hmm. on the office ladies podcast they said she was an accountant as well but she did not sit with the accountants exactly and but never... so is creed they're but, both accountants well creed is different because creed's creed and like 
whatever. Okay. And the final character that we dislike, and I And I'm mad because I liked him in the beginning. I didn't. I've always hated him. Andy! I hate Andy. Such a terrible character. See, I liked Andy. Not a terrible actor, but terrible character. I liked Andy in the beginning, maybe because I probably, like, related to him. I was like, oh my god, he sings, he does acapella. But then, like... issues. Sure, yes. (laughs) But then, like, after a while, I was just like... And then what he did to Aaron? He's just annoying. Like, he's just an annoying character. And what he did to Aaron at the end really made me mad. It's so annoying. Anyway. Okay, so let's start characters with... we're indifferent about. So this means, like, we don't dislike them, but we don't like them. They're just kind of like, eh, there. So the first one, which is the most indifferent character in the history of indifferent characters, is Ryan. Yeah, I can't... I liked him at first, but then he got more annoying as he became a... Remember when he came... Did he become the CEO or yeah, something? Yeah, and then lost? he, like, became, like, a, a drug asshole. addict, and then an asshole, and then, like, you know, mm-hmm. and then, like, he became a temp again, and then, oh, it was after Michael Scott Paper Company, mm-hmm. because I just watched this, that's why I know, and they were like, oh, um, what are your demands so we can buy back, like, your company, and he was like, hire Ryan, and then, um, Wallace, David Wallace was like, we can't do that, he literally destroyed the company, and then Michael was like, then I won't sell it to you. Um, I don't know, Ryan? I do love the fact that Michael... Like, has a thing for Ryan to some capacity. Oh my god, yeah, no, he's like... That is hilarious. That's not, like, how Leslie is towards Anne. That's the only reason... I know, but Michael's more like, oh my god. And that's the only reason why I liked Ryan. (laughs) Because I thought it was funny the way Michael would talk Also, I think what's really interesting is how BJ Novak, the actor who plays Ryan, and the actor who plays Kelly, Mindy Kaling, they had an on and off relationship, and they were writers for the show, and they wrote their... So Toby. Hmm? Toby was a writer, too. BJ Novak and Mindy Kaling actually had an on and off relationship constantly, so they just wrote their characters like that as well. That's funny. Mindy Kaling is definitely, I think, my favorite writer on the show, though, because all of her episodes tend to be my favorite. Did you know that BJ Novak wrote Diversity Day? Wait. BJ Novak wrote Diversity Day. It was one of his first episodes he just wrote by himself, I think. That's crazy. Yeah. He's also a really good writer. Yeah. Um, I love that. Okay, so characters we like. We don't, like, absolutely like them. Mm-hmm. Like, love them, but we like them. And there's kind of... Wait, we, we skipped an indifferent one. Oh, we did skip an indifferent one. Next indifferent one is Phyllis. I don't have... I literally don't have any emotions towards her, but I think she's kind of a jerk, because remember when she ripped off Pam's entire wedding? Pam? Oh, yeah, with the PNR, because she married Bob Vance. And all the decorations were the same. Yeah. And then it just, like, that one... Remember the, that episode where she was listening to Fifty Shades and was... Comp- <laughs> like, and then remember... <laughs> Yeah, and then I think about the Valentine's Day episode where they went they on a double date and they had sex in like a like mediocre restaurant yeah, bathroom and I'm just like sex in the bathroom. I mean I do Ooh, love Bob Phyllis. However, we didn't put it on the list, but I do think Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration is iconic. Yes, he like, is. Cause he remember when he paid like um I think it was like five hundred dollars to give her a hug. hug. That's the kind so, of man I want. That's the and, only kind of man I deserve. There's an episode where um I don't remember what it was for, but they had an auction in the office, and um Phyllis was auctioning off a hug, and Michael, her boss, was like, "No one's gonna want a hug from you." And then her husband was like, "I'll pay five hundred dollars for a hug." So she went and gave her husband a hug, and Aww. he paid five hundred dollars. Bob Vance, the man we all need. See, if I were to ever sell myself, it would be that. Like, sell myself for hugs. <laughs> they also had an auction in Parks and Rec. They did. For Jerry's fart attack. That was when Anne, well, when Leslie was, that. Leslie auctioned off Anne. I just saw this, that's why. Oh, yeah. And then Anne was like, I'm gonna s- date myself. It's going once, going twice, sold. And then she runs out. <laughs> Me. 
Yeah. And the last character we're indifferent towards is Kevin. Kevin. He, he ha- he's very funny. Like, we can't say that. But as a character, he was the one I didn't really care as much about. I just felt like he was there to be comic relief. Although I don't get how he's a good poker player, but he's a terrible accountant. Like, that makes yeah, no sense. Yeah, that's kind of funny. <laughs> I get... Oh, I, and the Kevin's chili. <laughs> oh, the Kevin's chili meme is a lead. Talk less word. <laughs> Talk less word. Okay. Characters we like. Holly. Yeah. I love Holly. I you mean, love I her. Like her. I like her. I think that she is just such a perfect match for Michael. And mm-hmm. I think that their love story is so cute. Although I'm kind of mad that they she didn't want to continue their relationship when they when she moved to Nashua again. But wasn't it because there were problems with HR? No. She just moved because I don't remember what no, happened. No, I thought it has something to do with HR. Oh. Maybe. I don't, remember. I don't know. Stanley. Okay, Stanley I actually think is iconic, but we'll put him in like. That's okay. okay. I love Stanley. Favorite character. Fun One of my fact. favorite characters. You know how on Instagram they have those filters where they're like, which office character are you? I keep getting Stanley. I got Stanley too. Why? <laughs> but I would kill a man for a good pretzel, so I don't... I, oh yeah, Stanley I just has really good one-liners. Mm-hmm. No, the whole episode where he had the heart problem was iconic too. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he stole... Oh, the did I stutter? Did I stutter? Yeah, I think about that. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, um, we have Toby in the light category. Yeah. He deserves we, better. We, the yeah. Scranton Strangler. Yeah, he is a Scranton Strangler. We confirm that. No, no, it's not confirmed, but we just believe that. But I don't know. I just think Toby really did deserve better. But I can't say he's iconic, because, like, no. no. He's just Toby. You know he wrote his own Goodbye Toby episode? <laughs> no way! I, don't you love that? Oh. An icon. That's so sad. Um, Oscar. I also, my favorite thing that Oscar ever said, he's like, I think one of the gayest things about me is the Finer Things Club, and that's just, I think about that I, all the that, time. Literally, the Finer Things Club reminds me of you. Like, I feel like that's some shit that you would pull. Like, making a club where, like, you get, you dress up a little bit and you talk about, like, books, but it's in, like, your break room at your job. Yeah, I at do your that. your nine to five I would job. do that. I would do that, yes. <laughs> and that's became Angela, we put Angela. Yes, I, I love Angela. I really like Angela, too. She's funny. But she does, like, I don't know, the affair stuff made me kind of angry, so that's why I didn't put her in Iconic. Oh, right. But she cheated she... on Andy, because, like, I get it, because, like, I want to, like, She also Andy cheated on, on the senator. But that I'm not that, that I'm not as mad about, because the senator was gay. Oh, right. The senator cheated on her with Oscar. I can't believe that happened. But, yeah. Wait, so, the, what, here's my thing, though. She, when she was with the senator, yeah. she was pregnant with Dwight's baby. Yeah. So does this mean that she had sex with the senator? Yes. Because how else would he have been like, how are you pregnant? Uh-huh. Because the other day I was thinking about it, I was like, well, he's gay. Does this mean he would have sex with her or not have sex with her? Well, you've got to have sex with someone to not be attracted to them, I mm-hmm. guess. If you really, if you really oh, right, and then Oscar was with the senator, right? Yeah. Um, we have Aaron. No, no, wait, 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 no, I lied. Um, you have Creed. Creed. Where'd you get Aaron from? I they're, skipped, they're far away I from skipped each a other. thing. I skipped a thing. Creed is just Creed. He's what else funny. do we have to say? He's funny. He's remember really when funny. he got? A, I will never forget when he got arrested in the last episode. Wait, do you remember that episode where someone had put um two mouses, like two mice, like um fucking each other, and then it was Creed's job to look after it. So and then he just didn't. He do just it. didn't look after it. So then all these schools got this paper <gasps> oh with my the design God, I on it. Because he didn't look at it, so then he, like, blamed someone else or something Yeah, like he was that. like, yeah. I love the mis- mystery behind his character. Yeah, sometimes he just says things and you're like, what? What? But it's iconic. He has the least amount of lines in the whole show. 
He does. Yeah, he, he does. only has like a thousand lines out That's of nine crazy. seasons. That's crazy. Okay, so now we're on to our iconic characters. And some of these are going to be obvious. Pam. Pam. Exactly. Pam. Do we have anything else to say about Pam? I love Pam. I love her character. Jenna Fisher is such a lovely lady. It's weird because I'm an extrovert. I know which character you relate to the most. I'm an extrovert, but I really Wait, you relate, do I to relate to Pam. Pam's just such a relatable, honest character. And she's and she written, just wanted to go to art school. She just wanted to go to art school. Remember when Michael came to her art gallery? Yes! And, and no one she, else did. Ah! And no one else did. Remember when she hugged him goodbye and then she started crying and she was like, he just wants to go home to see Holly. Oh, we love character development. Oh. See, this is why we get so Also, do you know what's a, what's, a, what's a character dynamic that I love Pam? Pam has with another character. Or like a relationship. Her and Dwight. What? Like, there is that one oh, episode where, where she, she was, was crying, crying, and he goes, who do I have to fight? <laughs> like, oh. And Dwight, remember, Dwight called Pam her best friend. I mean, his best friend. Yeah. At, I think at the wedding. Um, okay, so another iconic character. Jim. Because, like. I love him. Jonathan Krasinski. Amazing. Beautiful. Oh, funny. he's so beautiful. He's so funny. Amazing. Oh, my God, I love watching Wholesome. reels of him break. Me I too. love watching. He's so funny when he breaks, because he, he, he literally, like, squeaks. He's like. <laughs> When you listen, if you listen to Office Ladies too, it seems like he's the te- actor that broke the most in general. Yeah. Because they're always talking about how he was breaking. Uh, fun fact, when he signed Meredith's cast, like, you know her, like, pelvis cast? He signed his actual name. He wrote John Krasinski. He didn't write Jim Halpert. Oh, I think I knew that. And also, Jim Halpert, as I found out in the Office Ladies podcast, is an actual person. Yeah. They base it off of one of the writer's friends. They and did. so when the lot- writer's friend Jim Halpert calls... <laughs> like places they're like you're lying your name is not Jim Halper mm-hmm. and he's like no it really it is. really is a lot of the characters are based off of people that they knew mm-hmm. some and of like, them are even by their own names actors just play themselves honestly the office ladies is such a good podcast if you like the office you'll love it you learned so much about it yeah it's great. even if you're not that into it it's just interesting Dwight Dwight okay my favorite sociopath mildly sociopathic no he's not mild <laughs> like because sociopaths can feel certain traits for certain people and yeah. that would be like Angela. And Michael. And and Pam. And Michael. And Jim. He's in love with Michael. And Michael. I think he's Michael! 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 I just, um, he definitely has the best, like, him and, him, both him and, um, Michael have the best lines. But Dwight's lines, like, are so quotable. Bears, bees, Battlestar Galactica. We actually used that for the title of this episode. We did. Do you, do you get it? Do you get it? Because it has Ben at the end, like um, Ben, ben Like Wyatt. Ben Wyatt? Because we're um, including both of them. Um, <laughs> another iconic character which I love and I relate to the most, and we share the same name, is Kelly Kapoor. Oh. What? I thought you related to Aaron the most. Oh, Aaron. But both. both. I'm a mix of there. both Kellys. Yes. But we'll talk about Kelly first. Um, yes. So, Kelly, I think, is just, like... I adore her. She's so funny. She might be, like, one of my four favorite characters and i think she's one of them i think I she's love just Kelly. she's so funny and i love how in the first season she was very normal but then the more it went on she just went insane you could tell she started writing her own character yeah like, rem- like i always think about like fashion the show the fashion show one the fashion show at lunch break or something like yeah that. remember when she got into um that minorities in business thing and then all of a sudden she just like started bossing everyone around i know i love that we love a woman that could do literally anything amazing and then we did put Erin. Erin. Her real name is also Kelly, but, you know. It's okay. Kelly Erin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Uh, I relate a lot also to Kelly Aaron. She's just like, oh my god, her energy. She, her energy's so funny. And a lot of things go over her head, and it's just... She, oh, she, I, I can't put into words how much I think she's just an amazing character. Not a lot of people really talk about Erin. Because she came in after, um, Pam. Pam. And she was a replacement for Pam. Yeah, and, like, everyone was like, where's Pam? I think she was a great addition to the show, though. I, you like her a little more than I do because of yeah. the re- relatability, but I think she's a very well-written character. Agreed. And she deserved better, and we know that. Well, she did get a good ending in the end because she ended up with, um, But what Andy did to her was really messed Oh, up. that was horrible. Mm-hmm. Also, if I was her, I would have probably just, like... You are her. Killed him. So you killed him. Yeah, I would have just Chicago, and he had it coming. Bam. Bam. And then, um, obviously, we have Michael. Like, no duh. I think Michael... Mike, Michael Scott is what pulls this entire show together. I think everyone thinks that, though. He's just amazing, and I think that... Although, sometimes he says some things, and I just get so... Like, I cringe, because I'm that's like, bro, but, but that's, that's like part the, of the humor. That's the point of it, because there are some times where... Even though he's being cringy, it's, like, funny, and it almost makes sense. But then, like, some of the things he says, you're like, who wrote that? Okay, but honestly, if you had a boss like Michael Scott, would you continue working there, or would you quit? No. Because remember when all of the people came from, um, the other branch? Not Utica, the other one. That Jim used to work at. Yeah, I know. know And then they all, like, quit. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that really shows you how anyone from the outside would not find this tolerable whatsoever. Yeah. But the people in the office are just... They're like, oh, whatever, whatever. It's whatever. He's, he's Michael. He's t- not so good person sometimes. And then our final one, my all-time favorite character, Daryl. I love Daryl. Okay. Oh my god. I was just talking about this earlier. My favorite thing that Daryl always does is when he tells Michael, he's like, "I'm gonna show you some black folk talk." <laughs> and then he'll be like, he'll be like, "Dippity dop, hip and hopping, bro." And then like Michael repeats, it and he's like, "Yeah, I know how to speak like the black folk." And I think it's just so funny. I'm just- I know, it's just, oh my god. I also think Daryl's character development, especially when he ends up working in the office. Yeah. He just has, like, one of the best character development. Also, I think that, um, who, does he end up with anyone at the end? He no. dated Kelly, and I actually he like d- that relationship. He did date Kelly, and, like, I he turned her it. into a better person. He did. And then she went back to Ryan. Because she's Kelly. That's yeah. the only thing I don't like about Kelly. I do not like that Kelly ends up with Ryan. Fun fact, um, when people find out my best friend's name is Ryan, one of my best friend's name is Ryan, they're always like, oh my god, it's like Kelly and Ryan from The Office. I'm like, no, it's nothing like Kelly no, and Ryan like from The Office. <laughs> Maybe energy level-wise. Probably, But yeah. that's about it. So yeah, that is our breakdown of um, all, the char- all the major characters from The Office. We're sorry we missed any of your favorites. But, like, we all hate Todd Packer. Do we need to put that on the list? I was going to say Todd Packer. And then I was like, like, but he's made to be hated, so we can't put him on the list in the dislike section. I was like, oh. And I put Jan because I know people that like her, so. Who likes Jan? I don't know. You're a weirdo if you like Jan. If If you like Jan, get out. If you like Jan, you're a Scorpio. Can I do that? Can I give them all astrological signs? Yes, you can assign them. You can assume I they're will, all zodiac signs. Yeah, you're a Scorpio if you like Jan. That's what I'm assuming. I don't even know astrology. Okay, <laughs> let's move on to Parks and Rec characters, because... Ah! Now, what we're gonna say is this list is a little more, like... Most of our characters are in iconic. Are in iconic. And, we'll, <laughs> and we're gonna just read, but we'll explain each character as we go, but then at the end we're gonna explain why it happened like this. So, yeah. for... Dislike, Dislike. we do have a couple. Okay, so first I wrote Mona Lisa, who is Jean Raffio's twin sister. I do not like Mona Lisa whatsoever because she literally treats Tom like shit. 
Yeah. Like, I'm watching the episode right now where they're, like, dating, and she's like, oh my god, I want to fuck this guy. And then Tom's like, when we're together, you can't do that. And she's like, I'm sorry, boss man, I can't do that. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, oh my god. shut up. I remember that. And when John Ralphio goes, she's the worst. He's not wrong. I hate her. You're right. Councilman Jam. Councilman Jam, I also don't remember that much. Councilman Jam went to Leslie's wedding drunk and went, boo, Leslie, nope, and so Ron punched him. Oh my god, yeah. And then he sued Ron for $50,000. Well, obviously no one likes him then. Yeah, and like, (laughs) you just got jammed. Like, that's just, ugh. Oh my god, wait, I'm sorry, I'm already looking at the next one that's just like list, because this one is the one I feel the most strongly about, and Kelly does too. Yeah, you can go off about it, though. Well, you can too. But I don't have much to say. I just don't like Mark. I'm sorry. He's just boring. There is a reason he was written off the show in the second season. I Wait, why? No, wasn't it the third season? Maybe. I thought it was the second, but they literally did it because, like, he just didn't have good ratings, and I think even the guy who played him was aware of that, and I feel bad because, like, it's not like he did anything that made me mad. He's just so boring. Also, and I think thinks she has a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. And I think that it slowed down because a lot of reason, a lot of the reasons why people are kind of in about Parks and Rec is because it does have a slow start. I will yeah, admit especially that. because Mark is there, Mark and it's because of Mark. He drags in a, the plot along. Wait, wasn't he? Didn't he have the same job that Chris does? Yeah, he's a city planner. Yeah, so yeah. Chris replaces him, which yeah. I think was much better. Oh, such so such a good decision. But um, yeah, also he dated Anne. Mark? Yeah. For, like, a minute, right? No, for a long time. Because he, like, goes around from person to person, and then Anne's, like, the first person that he's just, like, mm-hmm. Why? He's not even, like, interesting. No, Like, not, not even, not, not that he's not attractive, he's just not interesting. Like, how could someone, how could someone get that much, many women when they're boring? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Boring men are gross. And he's boring, so okay. I don't like him. Another character we have in our dislike is Tammy Wan, Ron's first wife. Now, that might not be who obvious. Was his, who was his babysitter? Now, that might be obvious, but... The other Tammy isn't in this category. Isn't in this category, which is surprising to some people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tammy won. No, absolutely she not. She just like showed up and then Ron became like a square and I was like, he does, didn't he do that for Tammy too though? No, Tammy too oh, they went crazy. a sex addict. Oh yeah, they went crazy. I always yeah. confuse them. All right. Someone who we're indifferent about is Diane, who ends up being Ron Swanson's wife. Yeah. She's okay. Yeah, they had a baby. But like, she's something. nothing like. I feel bad, but she's nothing special, you know what she I mean? She isn't. She's just, like, ordinary. Diane. We'll get to her likes now. And there's a reason why this person is in Like and Not Iconic. For me, especially, Tom Haverford. I like Tom, but sometimes he just is so annoying. I like his character development, though. How I, he becomes, like, a playboy to throw money everywhere, and then all of a sudden, he's, like, a strong businessman. Mm-hmm. But remember the one episode of Parks and Rec we were watching, though, when, like, he just always messes up Leslie's, like, flow. Like, remember when he made a party, like, all about him that was supposed to be, like, something related to her? And, like, it had his face all over and he kept proponing, um, I think his entertainment company. Yeah, Entertainment 720. Er- entertainment 720. Like, his character development got better, but there's just, like, nothing I can do to justify that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I know he's made to be, like, kind of annoying, but I still think he had good character development and that's why he's in, like... Mm-hmm. Okay, also, I put another character that I like is Orin, because you don't see Orin that much. This one, I don't but understand But I think Orin is so funny. Why did you want Orin? Because, okay, I had to first, look up who Orin was. Orin! He's, like, a- a- April's friend, 
Okay, maybe it's because I just saw the animal the e- control the episode. Emo guy, right? I just saw the animal control episode where he's like probably the most qualified to work in animal control unless he's like get out because he's like I studied zoology in college and I control animals with my mind. But you can tell like he did study zoology in college, so like mm-hmm. why not hire him as an animal control person? No, you're you're right. And like sometimes Orange just says funny stuff. Like um, there was that one exhibit that um he had at like the community college and he was dressed up like a cow and he just goes moo and she goes shut up orange wait i remember that <laughs> okay he okay i'll put that in like all right for iconic we have so many we characters have literally like, like half a like seven 80 percent of the cast all right our first one is jean ralphio of course underrated iconic iconic i mean maybe he did kind of ruin tom's flow with business and just threw money around but he's so funny but he's hilarious like i can't get over it because, for some reason, his humor annoys me less than Tom's. I don't know why. Yeah. But, like, I'm okay with this terrible personality. Um. Leslie. Leslie, of course. Leslie Nobody is the ultimate, like, character. She my is, favorite out of every, everyone. She is one of my favorite TV protagonists of all time. She's so well-written. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. And she's so determined. And I just identify with her so much. You literally are her. I am Leslie. I love waffles. Um. <laughs> good, good, good description. That's a good description. I love waffles. I'm so headstrong. I'm very organized when it comes to my work. I'm You're very persistent. Passionate. Persistent. Um, I would do anything for my friends. Hopefully, I'll have a husband like Ben Wyatt, though. Yeah, I know that's your goal. That's my goal. Someone get me a Ben Wyatt. Come on. Come on, um, Ben Wyatt. Bring me the her, calzones. Slide in her DMs. Slide in my DMs. <laughs> if you are like Ben Wyatt and of age, anyways, <laughs> please be yeah. of age. Um, Anne. Anne. We love Anne. Yeah, she's cool. I I I just she love just the dynamic. Iconic. I just love the dynamic dynamic. Like I said, with her and Leslie, I think it's such a great, beautiful friendship. It is. Yeah, she's a great character. I also um, the episode where she tries to get April to like her is just so funny. Oh no! I was literally just about to say her thing with April, like them. Like, are you talking about the hospital one? Mm, no, I'm talking about the one where she needs Anne to write her a letter for veterinary school. Yeah, I remember. We just watched that one together, but um. Yeah, I love that Anne is persistent in trying to make April like her. I think that's a really nice quality. Wow. <laughs> um, we do have April, by the way. We do, but our next person on the list is my man, Ron Swanson. Oh, that chart. He, oh my god! I, I think about that chart a lot. Ron Swanson's Pyramid of Greatness. You know, that was my lock screen for a while, and everyone was like, what? I think we printed a picture of it and put it in your room. We did. And, like, referred to it. Like, we would point yeah. to it and be like... Refer to the triangle. I think um, he has really iconic lines as well, like, um, you had me at me, Tornado. Oh, any <laughs> cat, any dog under 50 pounds is considered a cat and nothing else. His extreme cannibalism is frightening. Okay, also but another thing it. that I love is that he's also Duke Silver, which is like... Wait, what? He's Duke Silver. He plays a saxophone at a club. Oh, yeah. And he, it's just we like so like out of character for him. But... I know. Hey, his passion, your passion just can't be me. Mean and music. Meet a music. Brings the world together. Yes. <laughs> um, April. April. I feel like you have a lot to say about April. Yeah, I watched Parks and Rec when I was in a dark place, so I was, like, very emo. And when I saw April be like, <laughs> I hate everyone, and, like, just her personality, I, like, clicked with it. I'm like, yes. She reminds me, if anyone watches Daria, she's just like Daria, and I'm obsessed with, like, that type of character. I don't know why. I love, like, the kind of, like, I don't care attitude, but, like, I'm not annoying about it. And just, like, she's just insane. Yeah. And then 
then her and her relationship with Andy, who's also That's iconic, so funny. is the funniest relationship ever. I have to say, one of my favorite things April's ever said is, she's like, it's like in the beginning, she's wearing like all yellow, and she's like, I wear bright colors because of my Puerto Rican heritage. <laughs> I'm so lively like my mother. And she's just, like, wearing bright yellow, but she's just so, like, dark and... Exactly. Oh, my God. But then, like, also, she has a big character development as well, because she's the intern who doesn't care, and then turns into, like... A major... A major... Role in the government. Role in the government, and animal control, and Mm -hmm. the dog park, and everything, and it's just, like, it's great to see her grow. It's not like she's, like, a soulless person. Like, she has so much to her character that she just doesn't show until it's revealed by other people. Like, how, remember we just watched the Water Fountain episode, how um, she came up with the idea but didn't want anyone to know? Yeah. Like, she's so smart. Andy. Burt Macklin. Burt Macklin, FBI. (laughs) I think that his, (laughs) Chris Pratt just plays Andy so well. My favorite thing he's ever done was on roller skates, because I've done it before. Uh Tried to jump over a counter in roller skates. (laughs) Very stupid. Also, another blooper reel that just popped in my mind, there's this blooper reel where he has this suitcase and he throws it across the room and breaks the light switch. Oh my god! And then Rob Lowe goes, that's not something props can fix. (laughs) And um, he also apparently had one of, had most improvised lines. I knew some of his were improvised, like, no, he, line, like, improvised but... a lot. Oh, wait, can we say the iconic line? Yeah. So, Leslie said something about being sick, and Andy searches up, this is improvised, and he goes, Leslie, I looked up your symptoms, and the computer says you have network connectivity problems. <laughs> and I just, yeah, he said a lot of things, imp- imp- like, he imp- imp- improvised a lot of things. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I just think him ending up being Johnny Karate is, like, the best way to go. And then, like, him, like, having five alter egos, like, Johnny Karate... Burt Macklin. Mouse Rat. Well, that's not really an a mouse rat, but the fact that he just, like, was involved in so many different plot lines that were all so insane. I feel bad that he failed the police exam, but he ended up getting something better out of it. Yeah, you know? you're right. But I kind of saw it coming because I was like... Yeah, he's really? Andy. Chris. Chris. <laughs> I, love I like Chris. Chris. He's uh, just... Pawnee is literally the greatest town in mm-hmm. Indiana. Just, and his relationship with Anne is just so wholesome. I love it. I also like the fact that they told us, they told us, the viewers, why Chris was so health-centered. like Because he had that heart problem when he was born. Mm-hmm. And he was afraid it's going to come back. And I just... I actually... And re- his optimism. I relate, I relate a lot to him. Not his optimism, but him constantly being worried about his health, even when there's nothing wrong. Yeah. Kind of like, would that be a hypochondriac? Yeah, he is. I'm not a hypochondriac, but, like, for some reason, I really relate to him. But I also think another thing is, is that, um, what was I gonna say? I totally forgot. Oh, um, he's battling mental illness, which is something you also see in the show with, uh, yeah. Dr. Richard Nygaard, and how he needs to face his fears, and even someone who seems so, like, because also, he seems so happy on the outside, but during Leslie and Ben's engagement party, he was crying the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's... That's something, because, like, I don't think The Office had anything really like that. Yeah, no character that was, like, battling with mental illness or just unhappiness in general like well, that. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, everyone you know was, what I mean? Like, because everyone was miserable that they were working there, but no one actually had, like, really depression that was really, like, talked about. Right. So I felt like it was a good like to shine for people with mental illness. That mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's not always the person who's sad all the time. Yeah. Um, Ben. Oh my god, I love Ben. Calzones! Calzones are actually 
actually really good. Yeah, I remember we had a thing for calzones after we started watching it. Remember, like, yeah. we, I remember going to the cafeteria and getting calzones. Yeah, that was something. I just think Ben's character, he just, he's just so, so well matched with Leslie. I know. I have a crush on Ben Wyatt. I know. <laughs> ben, if, I'm telling you, if you're like Ben Wyatt, please hit Kelly up. That is her <laughs> ideal man. I need my Ben Wyatt. Come on, people. Have a failed business at age 18, and then just, And like, just try to be an accountant more than once, get hired, and then just drop out every single time. The end. Perfect. Yeah. Now you're Ben. And also work on the congressional campaign. Oh, yeah. And support your life. No matter what. Ooh. Ben Wyatt. No, I just think he's just such a great character. I think he had great character development. Okay. And his relationship with Leslie, because it's not like a normal relationship, but it doesn't seem forced at the same time, you know? Yeah. I mean? They had an office relationship, too, and they, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Donna. I love Donna. I think she's so funny. She's, sometimes she just, like, comes out with it. She's like, oop, here we go. And she's I'm like, gonna make some... She's so funny, and her, she's just so. And her friendship with Tom is amazing. Oh my god, we have a dub. We have a dub smash of us doing the treat, treat yourself, yourself thing. Oh my god, <laughs> that's gonna be posted as well. Uh, treat yourself is my favorite. Yes, love it. So iconic. Jerry or Gary or Terry, Terry or Larry, Larry. Obviously, he deserves better. We all know that. Yeah, I found out the um the by watching the animal control episode. Actually, fun fact: Jerry started out at the Pawnee per, um government. In animal control. So, do you know why he got... And he also didn't go to a four-year school. He went to a two-year college. Oh. Do you know why he got transferred then? No idea. But I just... And they were, like, interviewing him for animal control, and he was like, yeah, I got my start here, and then, like, he was like, oh... They were like, oh, wait, you go to... You went to this four-year university. He's like, well, at the time, it was two-year. And then Chris goes... So you shouldn't even be working in the job that you have now. Oh, my God. And then he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, well, he was like, can I still work? And then Chris was like, yeah, you can. You're just going to have a lower salary. He was like, well, fair is fair. I also don't like the fact that they make so much fun of Jerry. I know. He's just such a cute little old man. Because with The Office, they bully everyone. But they really, I mean, they bully, Toby is the main target. But it's only Michael that's mean to him. And it's everyone that's mean to Jerry. Like, Yeah. But at least he has a beautiful and supportive wife. Yes, Gail! And his daughters! Yeah, like, go Jerry! Like, his wife, damn. Yeah, like, the whole Jerry dinner thing was just, like... Oh, my God. Jerry dinner, Jerry dinner, Jerry dinner, Jerry dinner! (laughs) Yeah, I just don't like that. And then, like, when Jerry left, Tom was the new Jerry. Mm -hmm. And it was just, like, okay. We love that. We love that. Alright, and our... We have Tammy 2. We love Tammy 2! Tammy 2 is so funny, and the fact that she's actually married to, um... Nick, Nick Offerman, right? Yeah, Nick name. Offerman. The fact that they're actually married is so funny. I know. But she's just, like, hilarious mm-hmm. in general. And I love the fact that she's... <laughs> that she's what? Wait, I don't know what she's you're saying. She's so sexual, but she's so funny when she does it. I know, like, obviously it's meant to make you uncomfortable, but it's just it's so, not. It's, it's just so funny. Because I could get uncomfortable with that kind of stuff, but for her... It's... But the way she does it, it's just hilarious. And then our favorite character of The all one time. that did die... And Which is so sad. I know. And he's in our hearts. Little Sebastian. Listen, I've never cared more about a miniature horse. Until this show. Until this show. Little Sebastian is an icon. There's forever 5,000 candles in the wind. Oh. I can't believe that Andy sang that at Leslie's wedding. In the <laughs> office. That's so romantic. It is. Damn. Um, I just want to be serenaded. You want a man like, um, 
Ben, I don't I don't necessarily want a man like Andy. I just want someone to sing that horse song to me. Bye-bye, little Sebastian. <laughs> okay, so that's all our characters. Yeah, so now we should, like, just talk about why the character list ended up the way it did. So one thing we established is that we do believe that the office has more memorable characters. Because when, yeah, you think of, when you think of The Office, you don't just think of Michael. You, you think, think of Dwight, Dwight, Jim, and Pam. Angela. And Ang- even Angela. But um, Apparently Ryan everyone loves. I don't know. We don't get it. Ryan's. When it comes to Parks and Rec, there are so many iconic characters that we love. Like, yes, you might think of Treat Yourself. You might think of stuff like that. But you really think of Leslie. And that's good because she's, like, a main protagonist. Or, like, Ron Swanson because a lot or of people Ron. like Ron. But I feel like The Office is more, like, memorable but Parks and Rec, the characters are better written. Yeah, they have more, um, and they're very consistent. They're not, like, lacking in anything. They're mm-hmm. very consistent, and they have a clear character arc. I just think, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. We, we all agreed on it, but. Yeah, but um, I felt like towards the end of The Office, they were grasping for straws with character lines, so they just started doing some And then stuff adding like, random characters in. Adding random characters in. Parks and Rec never really had Because I don't remember any of the characters in the Saber era. I don't. Except the lizard dude. Well, I remember the the woman, the British lady. No, the big. I remember the heavy set woman who was yeah. in American Horror Story. I think her name's like Kathy or something. The, I have no the idea. head of saber. Head of saber with her. Then dogs. there was that other lady that was in the office, the British one. Mm-hmm. I didn't like her. Nelly, Nelly, right? Yeah, yeah. And then that the the other boss that they had, Will Ferrell, was the boss at one point. Yeah, and that no one likes that because I get it. Michael left, and they needed to replace him somehow. But just the people they replaced them with did not meet, like, I don't meet that level at all. I really and don't they're remember so the un- They're not even bad. They're just so unrememberable. And one of the things that we like better about Parks and Rec is that it is consistent and it gets better as the show goes on. But the yeah. office kind of declines a bit after season six, season seven, when Michael leaves.